You know, I'm just grateful that I get to wake up every single day and do what I'm passionate about. I design each of my days. You know, it's taken time to get to this, but I'm grateful that I can do that. I can wake up and say, this is what my morning is going to look like. This is what the day, the afternoon is going to look like. And we are back with another fire episode of Positive AF Podcast. I'm your host, Des DaCosta, and today I'm talking to a powerful queen on a mission to help people create daily self-care rituals to live a purposeful life. How do you feel when you think of the word failure? Honestly, that word used to trigger me. We talk about how failure is fun. It's an experiment of life. When is the last time you really gave yourself permission to fail? Listen to all of this and more on this episode starting right now. Hey, Leticia, thank you so much for being on my show. This has been something that I've been looking forward to for a very long time since I found out about you on Instagram initially. And then we got together a few weeks ago where I attended one of your self-care events over at Sunset Park. And I really, that's been transformative for me. Not only was it the day prior to the full moon in Libra, it was just for me, a lot of different things happening in my life. So I feel like this is so well-timed and, you know, our journeys together, our paths cross at the best time ever. Um, Folks listening, welcome back to another episode of Positive AF Podcast. I have here Leticia Apoblaza. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode today. Yes, thank you for having me, Desiree. I'm super excited to just hang out with you for a little bit and have some really good conversation, especially some positive AF conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's so cool. I mean, what you're doing and your whole, your whole brand is such a vibe. Um, Letitia, your brand is self-care with Letitia. I was trying to get that right. At self-care with Letitia on Instagram and on your website. So I've noticed you've just been a powerhouse of amazing resources. And we're going to get into that in just a second. I would love to open up the space first and foremost, if you would bless us with some gratitude. What are you grateful for today? Oh my gosh, wonderful question. Um, You know, I'm just grateful that I get to wake up every single day and do what I am passionate about. um, And I design each of my days, you know, it's taken time to get to this, but I'm grateful that I can do that. I can wake up and say, this is what my morning is going to look like. This is what the the day, the afternoon is going to look like. This is who I get to spend my time with. This is what my evening is going to look like. So I'm super grateful for that. And, um, I'm grateful. I got to, I get to hang out with my brother, my little brother, who is it not little, he's 28. So, but I'm grateful. I got to see him. It's been a, been a few months. And so just nice to see family and spend that time and share that energy. So what about you? What are you grateful for today? (laughs) Thanks for reciprocating that. Um, Wow. Well, I'm really grateful for a lot of things. I think one of which has to be more in-person events. I mean, virtual was definitely interesting in order to get us uncomfortable and make those different transformations. But I'm super grateful to be seeing more friends in person, to have met you in person, along with some other women um, a few weeks ago. And 
yeah, it's just, it's, I feel like I am reborn. Like I'm experiencing things all over again for the first time. Oh um, yeah. Yeah. So super grateful for that. And what else is to come and the weather. Honestly, I'm so grateful for this warm weather. Yeah. <laughs> I will be at park more now for sure. Yeah, I know. Um, I know I've been enjoying it too, actually, like getting outside more and, and shedding the layers that I always wear because I get cold super easily. <laughs> if you know me, you know this. I have like, I think you even saw me at the park where I was like literally outside towards the end. I'm like, okay, I can shed now. <laughs> Cause I, as soon as like a little breeze goes, I'm like, Oh, give me the like winter jacket. I need, I need to bundle up. Me too. Yep. Same, same, same. Um, so Leticia, for those who are newly joining you in your journey and, um, you know, just new to this entire conversation, would you mind please sharing who you are and how you help people? Yeah, thank you for that. Um, so my name is Leticia um, and my brand is Self Love with Leticia, as you mentioned. And my mission and purpose is to guide individuals to creating da daily self-care rituals. Um, and I know this and I've, I started on this path because I have experienced it myself that when we take time every single day for ourselves to check in with our emotions, to check in with how our bodies are feeling, how our minds are feeling, how we're feeling spiritually, we really can tap in and make transformations and really not only help ourselves grow and evolve, but everything around us can grow and evolve from our relationships to what, you know, what our purpose and our passion is and things like that. So that is my mission to do that. And I'm, I've already set off doing it. And I'm just, like I said, every day grateful to be able to wake up to do this work. Yeah. And you are doing amazing work. I mean, Thank honestly, you. you know, the bundle that I received, I call it a bundle, but it's more like a self-care box that I received from you, from the um, outing that we had a few weeks ago over at Sunset Park. It's really... I, you know, you gave it to us, you explained how to us how to use it and everything, but it's so much more than that. Like really every single item in there, it allowed me an opportunity to explore a different side of loving myself. So mm. like some of the things that I loved from receiving that box was the amazing marigold flower essence, which yeah. I use every day. And I feel like how do I explain it? It just feels intentional that when I take it, I think about what I'm trying to manifest. And it's just even that in that few 30 seconds to a minute, that's all it takes sometimes. If that's all I have in the day, you know, hopefully it's longer. But if that's all I have in that time, I know that it's intentional. And I know that I put that time toward myself. Um, I have here as well, the um, or organic Arabica tea, um, coffee, excuse me. And I've been drinking this for two days now and it's just been so nourishing and amazing. And that's just another way where I'm like feeding my soul in another beautiful way. And, um, you know, aside from that, I can speak to so much more that you've um, already helped me heal with as far as some of your meditation practices and different cool things that, um, I've been able to implement into my own routine. But um, with that being said, what are some of your go-to self-care rituals? 
Great question. Um, so every morning I, I make time for myself um, and I start off, I um, meditate. So that is definitely the first thing I do. Um, I'm huge on journaling. I think it's so important to just take that time to sit down and do what we did at the beginning of this, right? Write down what we're grateful for. You know, what do we have in our life right now? What am I grateful for? So I do it in three steps. I actually write down what I'm grateful for, for something that already happened or what I have. I write down then secondly, what I'm grateful for in that moment. Um, and then I also just, I do a little bit of, you know, future gratitude. Like what am I grateful for? Um, you know, that maybe isn't in my life yet, but it's on its way. Right. Um, and already be thankful for what's to come. And so that's, that's, you know, those are my go-tos. And of course I can't um, skip the fact that, you know, having a nice cup of coffee <laughs> every single morning and it's more than just the coffee, right? It's taking the time to make the coffee and enjoy the process of making it. And then also enjoying sitting down with it and enjoying every sip and just taking in the day and really reflecting on like, you know, maybe the, the past day. And then also reflecting on like what this new day is going to bring into my life. And so that's my, that's my top three. <laughs> Absolutely. I can speak to that so much. Like you said, it's not what it is. It's the ritual behind it. Like when I yeah. was doing this, I was not only doing the action, but it was, it was the sound of the water boiling. It was the feeling of, you know, putting it all together. It was the scent that I was smelling. And then of course, holding it in my hand, it was the warmth that I felt when I touched it. And then the last process mm. is to then consume it and then feel every single step of the way, how that love just, just flows. So I totally understand yeah. from there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's so beautiful. Like we've crossed paths at the right time, I feel like, because at this point, you know, I think we've all been through different transformations myself as well 2020 was interesting um yeah. but yeah it, it's it's um necessary because definitely this wouldn't have happened if these hardships haven't been in the way um so I love it I can only embrace it at this point and um I'd love for you to kind of share your story as well like what led you to where you are now yeah. So, um, gosh, that's a big story. And I have to, I, this is my time to practice getting better at summing it up, but honestly, you know, my journey really started many, many years ago, but I think to sum it up, um, in the last eight years is when I really have become more aware of how important it is to take care of ourselves. And I've evolved, right? Like what I did eight years ago is definitely evolved into what I do present moment, right? Present time. Um, but definitely, you know, last year was a, was a huge eye opener for myself, realizing like the importance of truly slowing down, you know, and not just slowing down, um, you know, when we think we have to, but just making, um, making it a regular practice to slow down right throughout the day, every morning or sometime in the evening, like it's just so important. And, um, for me, you know, this last year really was an eye opener on what do I want to do? Like, what is, what's my passion? Like, what makes me excited? What makes me happy? Like, um, and so learning to surrender and let things go, but then also trust in that. 
um, has been part of my transformation. So surrender and trust has been huge and I'm still doing it, right? Still doing the practice, but that's what I, I really learned the most in, in this last year. Surrender is a big one for me as well. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can relate to this, but especially myself, somebody who's so, or I'm trying to disidentify from it, but somebody who was so hell-bent on trying to be a perfectionist all the time. Like everything needs to be perfect. My life needs to be planned out to the T and realizing that life doesn't work that way, you know, and Mm -hmm. as much as I wanted to plan everything out and have everything um, perfectly laid out, it didn't happen that way. And that's how a lot of my trials came because what I expected was just shattered. My expectations were way too solidified. Yeah, I'd say that. And being able to surrender to the universe and what timing is meant for me and what is meant for later is so, so key. And so- I agree. Yeah. I, I know that you mentioned before when we were talking the idea of failure being fun and yeah (laughs) know what that means to you and when that really sparked um to be very apparent in your life you know that's a great question uh Desiree you know it sparked you know it was something I was hearing for a while um and I actually learned it in a camp that I coach for that's for kids and we would go in and say, hey, guys, failure is fun. And we do like these activities, not the one we did at the park. We do a different one with the kiddos. Um, and, you know, we're teaching it and, you know, it would click, you know, as far as like what we we're doing and how this fun activity kind of shared what that meant. But it wasn't until I started applying it to myself and what I'm doing in my own life, how I realized like, oh, my gosh, like it's so true. Like failure, like the biggest thing about failure to me is that we cannot, you, you have to be able to fail. Like failure is part of like growing and evolving and changing and it's part of success. And so in order for us to even see, you know, the things that we want to manifest, like failure, right. I don't really like using that word anymore, but because it's, we all know what it is. You have to fail, right? Like it just proves that you're doing something, you know? And I, and I mentioned that was that, you know, we, in order, like you want to fail because, and you want to look forward to failing because it means you're actually putting forth action into what you want to do, whatever that is for you, right? Like we all have things that we want to accomplish and goals and desires that we're working towards. And, if we're not failing in a sense, then we're really not doing anything to get to those, those next levels. Um, because that's how we learn and that's how we evolve. And when we look at it from that perspective, that failure is actually fun because really it's just us putting forth the effort of the actions that we want to do. Right. Like we, you know, um, you know, um, gosh, how can I best put it? Like it's an experiment right? Like everything that we do, if we look at it from that perspective is I'm just experimenting like, oh, I want to start a business. Let me see what I have to do to do it. Right. Like I want to start a podcast. All right. What do I have to do to, you know, get started? How do I grow a following? How to write? It's just an experiment. Um, and there's going to be challenges in that, but it's all fun because if it's something you really want to do, then 
You know what I mean? Like all you can do is see the fun or if it's not something you want to do, then you learn that too. Right. And you're like, and then you, you still walk away with so much knowledge, so much wisdom, and you walk away without wondering those, what ifs like, you know what? I tried it, it and I didn't actually, it didn't bring me as much joy, but it usually, when you try something and it's, it's not something you actually want to do, it eventually leads you to what you're supposed to do or something even better. Um, but along those ways, right. Failure happens. And when we change that mindset and looking at it from a fun perspective, then, then life honestly gets fun. Right. And it becomes less heartbreaking or less challenging or, um, and we're able to get over those challenges so much easier when we go, okay, that was fun. And I learned, and now, now I got to pick myself back up and, and do it again, or try it a different way because, that's all it is, is experiments that we, we get to, we get to have in our life and those can be fun. (laughs) I love that. It really does redefine the word in itself because I think you've just created such a negative um, emotion Mm -hmm. around the word. So like if we take, if we remove that emotion and replace it with something that reminds us of fun, like when I am having fun, I feel happy, excited, interested, curious, instead of negative or getting down on myself. And I love how you used it um, as an experiment because that immediately made me think of the scientific method. Like when we're in school, doing science projects, what do they tell us? They they tell us to start with a hypothesis. Exactly, yeah. Entire scientific method tells us to try it, do the experiment. Did it work out? No. Okay, try it again. What, what what did we do differently? Like, what are the variables? And in all instances, we learn something, like you mentioned. And there is never a case where we don't learn anything unless we don't finish the scientific method or the experiment. Um, exactly. Love, love, love. <laughs> and that's our life, right? Like, we yeah. get to be like this fun you know, our life is in the lab and we just get to experiment and try different things and, you know, and we can have fun doing it all the time. And not to say that like there aren't challenges or obstacles or there aren't things that are going to happen in our life that like break us down and take us longer to get ourselves back up from like grief is real. Depression is real. Anxiety is real. Like we can't, you know, um, always say like, Hey, life is always going to be blissful and happy and fun. And you know, nothing bad is going to ever happen. I think like that would be silly to ignore, but the idea is that we want to be able to, you know, um, pick ourselves back up sooner than later. You know what I mean? Give ourselves time to do the, you know, go through the feels and go through the emotions, but also know that like we've, we've already faced things before in our past and we're, we're so strong and we can get past it. And so I think that's important too, because, you know, I think sometimes we, we lose sight of like, we just want to always be happy and always in that bliss. And, and sometimes it just isn't that way, you know, and, and that's okay too, but it's also important to know that when we, when we shift things in our mind mentally, we're able to get through things sooner and quicker um, because no one wants to live in depression for months and years, you know, onward, right? Like that's, that's not a happy place. That's not a good place to be, but sometimes we have to go into that place in order to get back out, right? Go through the shadows to get to the light. Um, But, you know, we, we also have to um, realize that we have control on how long we stay in the shadow. 
because there's a, there's like anything right too long. And, and now it's going to be harder to dig ourselves out of it. So just, you know, I think that's why it's so important that when we, when we say failure is fun, it's, it's just really a mind shift, right. Shifting our mindset to, to train our mind to knowing like, okay, like I, it's a failure isn't bad and it's part of my success. And if I, and if I, you know, if I fail, then I can get myself back up and, um, I know what to do and, you know, I have people around me and, you know, all those things. So it's bigger than just, right. The failure part is just fun, right. It's so big. It just being able to shift our mindset. And then, and that's, that's my biggest thing right now is like how to strengthen the mind. And that's just a tactic, right. Just going failure is fun. Like I'm going to go in, I'm going to go into this with the aspect that I'm having fun and I'm experimenting and I'm surrendering and trusting, right. Like whatever happens, happens. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so thank glad. you for letting me ramble. <laughs> no, of course. I think you said a lot of powerful things there. One of which is talking more about the shadows, the shadow work and understanding how there's a clear duality between the two. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like for myself, you know, obviously the negative parts of life, I don't wish it on anybody I really, it's something that we all go through in our different forms. Um, I guess the point that I'm trying to say is there's always a reason, even if you don't see it at that current moment. Like when I was at my darkest, um, for about a period of two years, I was in depression and I was actually kind of fine there I got very comfortable with it to the point where I didn't feel like I had any value I didn't feel like I had worth enough for me to even start my my personal journey but it was probably maybe a year and a half into it is when I got so fed up and I think it took me getting so angry at myself getting to that deep in the pit Uh, that I dug for myself to be like you know what what the hell am I doing right now you know and and it's different for everybody so I'm just saying for my own personal experience it had to get to that point where I was so fed up and angry that I had to be like no this is not this is not my life this is not the end this is not it no way no how like I still have so much more life and you know it was very hard to start on that because it's like, how do you move? How do you like shift from where you're at being so down in the dumps to like getting on your way on your path. And for me, it was just, it was that anger that I think sparked the transformation um, into love. Yeah. It was, it was just being able to pour more love into what I was doing. And, you know, maybe six months until uh, after that, transformation in my mind um did I really start seeing any kind of actualization in my world um because for a long time I was just kind of going through the motions like okay today I know I gotta meditate today I know I gotta journal all right and um as much as I spent time doing it every single day I finally saw a breakthrough so like mm-hmm. my, my point in all of this is, you know, just to see if anybody can resonate with that. And, you know, if you're at your lowest right now, that's not 
it's not the end. That's definitely just a journey to the beginning of the light. And, um, you know, I don't know if, if you feel called to share anything that resonates with you as far as like um, your hero's journey or, or whatever <laughs> on that topic. Yeah, I think, um, you know, first and foremost, you know, I actually am I'm taking this quote from a friend and, you know, he says the work works. And so, you know, like to your point, there's going to, there was times I remember where, you know, when I started on that path of like meditating and journaling, like I was just doing it right. And at first I remember like journaling and going, you know, trying to be perfect at, you know, what I'm writing as if someone was going to read this, right. Like I was, you know, um, and then I finally just, you know, just realized like, this isn't for anyone else. This is for me, you know, and I'm, it's not meant for anyone else to read it. It's meant for me to have and release and let go. Um, and, you know, the biggest breakthroughs I remember having, and I'm still having is just how I, you know, interact with people differently and how, um, right now for me, I'm just realizing the importance of meeting people where they are, you know, um, when I, I remember when I started seeing myself change through meditation, through the daily morning rituals and things like that, I wanted to just share this knowledge. I want to be like, I can, I can help you. Right. Like I, here's the secret sauce. I have it like just, you know, and that definitely kind of de um, pivoted into what I'm doing now. Um, but I also realized that like, if pe people are on their own journey and you have to meet them where they are and some people aren't ready to meditate yet every single day. You know, some people aren't ready to write down and what they're grateful for and don't understand the power of that because they don't see, you know, what it is they're grateful for. They don't understand it. Um, so that's been my biggest thing is learning. Like we just got to meet people where they are. Um, but I have to agree with you. You know, I used to get, you know, anger was definitely an outlet for me as well. Um, and, and realizing like the last time I got seriously angry, it was, it was probably for me, a beautiful release, but also a beautiful lesson that I don't want to ever get angry like that again. Like, I don't want to ever allow myself to get to that point where that is the only way that I can release something. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, figuring out, like, I need to communicate better, communicate my feelings, take time and assess why am I feeling this way, go and speak to someone if it's someone else is involved and have better conversations and share and be vulnerable, which is something I'm still working on because it's hard for me to be vulnerable and share like my feelings or emotions with others. Um, and so like, to your point, it just takes time, but going back to that quote, the work works just to continue to do it. Even if it's, you don't, you know, see the results, right? Like we, we live in this world and I think it's slowly changing, but we live in this world where we, you know what I mean? We want it. We want it right now. We want it fast, right? We have drive-throughs. We have, you know, we can get information now on Google or YouTube so quickly. If I want to know something, I can Google it. I can be watch YouTube and I can learn things. And we want this information so quickly. Um, but it's so different when it comes to unlearning things about ourselves that we need to unlearn. And we have to remind ourselves that it just takes time and we cannot rush it and we cannot, um, and just to be patient with ourselves and also be patient with people around us. Um, because, you know, I don't know for you, Desiree, but as you start to, you know, get on your path and realize like how important love is and all these things, you may, you'll start to see in other people that 
they don't see it yet, right? They don't see their own light. They don't see their own potential. And, you know, um, you just want to be able to be like, I want to show you the way, you know? Um, and it's important just to just meet people where they are and, 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 you know, love them for where they are. And, and if they ask for advice or if they ask, if they give you that glimmer of opening up, like, you know, to be like, yeah, let me, you know, let me share this one thing with you. Right. And, and see if they, see if they get interested. I think that's so important. Um, but yeah. <laughs> that's a great point. Cause now that I think about it, a lot of the things that, um, there were things that were triggering as far as like what I felt like put me back into my shell when I was trying to come out and be vulnerable and wasn't quite ready yet. People weren't meeting me where I was at and that's nobody's fault. You know, I'm not saying, right. but I'm just saying like how we can be more aware of um, other folks' healing as well as our own. Yeah, so great point to that. Um, Hmm. So I want to talk a little bit more about the hero's journey, because that's something that I have heard, you know, like little notes, cliff notes here and there, but I think I've learned definitely the most from you. And I would love for you to kind of explain, like, what is the idea of the hero's journey and kind of just take us through the different steps. Yeah, so the idea of the hero's journey, like, you know, like we talked about in the workshop is, you know, I think the easiest way for people to understand because, you know, we all have like a movie or a character or something like that, right? Is to think about like Disney, Disney movies, you know, um, they always have this, this hero. And um, do you have like a favorite Disney movie, Desiree, I can use like kind of as like a- Oh my God. Oh, you talk about hero's journey. (laughs) Yes. I love Mulan. (laughs) Well, yeah, Mulan. And I do too. I I saw the newer version of Mulan, loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyways, I digress. But, you know, Mulan is a, is a great example, right? Um, And the whole part of the hero's journey is not to necessarily look at the outside, right? To, To these movies and things like that actually teaches the hero's journey over and over again from Mulan to Aladdin to the Lion King, right? All these amazing Disney movies that are part of our hearts. Um, but the important thing to know about the hero's journey is that we are the hero of our own journey. And that's what is so special about sharing the information that I did in that workshop is to really share that when we look at ourselves as our own hero showing up for ourselves every single day and honoring where we are on those 12 steps um and knowing that you know that we are not a movie right we are not like you know we don't go through those 12 steps like in consecutive order right we might be at one and part of five and you know all these things right we are not a movie we're not Mulan we're starting off at at the beginning and and then going through and, and getting to the transformation um, but that we are, but the, but the essence of, of a movie like that, um, of the hero's journey is what we go through throughout our life. You know, we start off at the, at number one, as just normal beings, right? We start off like, as, you know, just going through our day-to-day and then something in us sparks that we're called to the action, right? We're called to do something more. And that's different for us all. And we refuse the call, right? Um, 
I think for me, you know, I think about like, even this journey, like there's times when I've, you know, wanted to, to do what I'm now starting just to do and really get out there and do. I, I knew it was something I wanted to do years ago and I refused the call. I refused to do it because I was scared and I was fearful and I was in doubt. And I was like, I can't do that. I don't know how to do that. Where do I begin? I don't have the money to start that. I don't have the resources. Right. And then you, you meet people along the way, like yourself that just, that just encourage you, that give you sparks that like, oh, maybe I am meant to do this. Maybe I am meant to do this, do whatever it is I'm called to do. And then you wake up one day and you realize like, I got to do it. Like I got to go off and, and go into that shadow and go and just go into the unknown, right? We're all familiar now with that word unknown uncertainty. And the, the thing is, is that that word is not new, and us going through unknowns and uncertainties is not new, right? Like we've been doing this our whole life. <laughs> Before 2020, we were living in, in unknown, but we just didn't realize it because, you know, we um, we try to be perfect and we try to plan every single part of our day and every part of our life. But it's always unknown, right? We've always gone through things that were rescheduled or canceled or life, you know, life things happen, whatever that is. Um and so that's what really the hero's journey does. It, it just kind of um, outlines those different parts that we go through. And, you know, there's 12 of them. And I think I've mentioned like three or four, but the end result is that by the time we get and return back home, which is 12, is that we always find ourselves with more knowledge, more wisdom, and we always find ourselves transformed. And we have to, you know, within that, we have to face the enemies. We have to face you know, um, which is usually ourselves, right? The fears and the doubts, you know, in movies like Mulan, um, I forget the character that she has to fight off, um, that I know they're, they're training through war and, and that, and that stuff. And I forget the character, I forget his name, right? And they come over that hill, with the snow and, you know, but I mean, inevitably, like, usually we don't have that, right? Like, that's not truly like the fighting we have to go through or the, or the, the final scene battle. It's usually the battle of ourselves, right? The battle of whatever is holding us back, whatever limitations we're putting on ourselves. And that is who we're fighting off. And that is who we are going to battle with. And sometimes, you know, we can either let ourselves, you know, um, fail in a sense or, or die and not necessarily like truly die, but like, you know, if we let our own fears and doubts and um, limitations get the best of us, we let those dreams and desires die. And that's, that's not what we want to do. We want to be able to overcome it and get back to the transformation and return back home with that new knowledge and that new wisdom. And so that is the summary of <laughs> the hero's journey. But yeah, and we live and we go through this journey multiple, multiple times, you know, in our life. Um, and we start back from one and we go through 12 We start back from one and we go through 12. And again, it's not a consecutive, right? We are not a movie. We are not a Disney movie. We don't, you know, um, our, our life continues and we, and it's, it's not this perfect circle or it's not this perfect, whatever shape it's all over the place. And, and I think the end of the day, the, the importance of the hero's journey is to know that one, we are the hero and two, um, you know, our, our experiences and our life is truly the legend, you know, of the map, you know, everything we go through is just a reminder. So when we are faced with something similar that like, I've done this before, I've been on this path, it was different, it looked different, but I know this and I know how to get past it. And I have the wisdom and the knowledge 
to move forward and, um, and be even stronger than I, I was the first time I went through something similar. So that is, that is the power of, of the hero's journey and, and kind of using that as a tool to, to strengthen us and, you know, make us, um, again, it's all about that mind shift, right? Um, when we, right, we talked about our superpowers in the workshop, like realizing that we have superpowers, right? Um, I think, what was your superpower? I think it was connection or was that, it was, right? Mine was, well, the example that I came out the door with was being able to kind of like connect with my pets. But I think like the real world example of that would be, um, having like a high sense of intuition because that's really what it comes down to like when I when I'm communicating quote unquote with my dog and I feel like we have this awesome telepathy what it really comes down to is I think I I have great intuition like okay like I can kind of know the next step of what's going to happen or or what um this person might be feeling you know and, and I think yours was kind of similar too, right? You mentioned something along the same lines of like being into I think I mentioned two, but um, the one that I remember was um, I said being able to connect to my inner child. Oh. Um, that's my superpower. And I think because I just still love to play, like I love to play, like I'm sitting on the ground now, like this mm-hmm. is where I feel most comfortable. Um, and I love going on adventures. Like I love just just that play, like that essence of, of a child. And I say it's a superpower and some people might be like, why is that a superpower? Because a lot of the times, you know, as we become adults, we let go of those childlike ways. We let go of those things that, you know, when we were a kid, we, you know, now we're an adult, we have to be responsible and mature and, you know, and, and those certain things. And, and some of that is true, right? Like, you know, you, you, you have to take care of yourself differently than you did as a child, right? You can't just go play in the mud and, you know, go show up for work, <laughs> you know, like that, I get it, you know, um, unless that's your job in some way, but mm-hmm. the idea is that, you know, I think a lot of people lose that, that childlike essence. And I think it's so important that we hold on to it. And I feel like I do, I feel like I'm able to like, when I, when I go to the park, I like want to do cartwheels and go on the swings and mm-hmm. I do maybe not the cartwheel so much because I can't do it anymore as good, but definitely like the swings are just, you know, just having that childlike essence because it's so important. That is so important. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that all the time. And even like just different practices. I, I went on Amazon and did a little Amazon splurge the other day. And I was like, oh, cool. Hey, what am I going to do to play? So I got, yeah. I got some drums. I got an ukulele. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have some fun when this comes. <laughs> did it come? Not yet. It should come in like two days. So you know how to play the ukulele? I used to know how to play some songs, but I'm going to get back into it again. I oh, grew up in Hawaii, so cool. so it's kind of a, it's kind of mandatory, but no. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That is so. And now have you ever played the drums before? No, not anything serious, but you know, I'll make my own beats, I guess. What kind do you get? Like the ones you do this? Like, yeah, just the hand. Like the... Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I have no idea. See, like, I'm like, the one's like this. I don't know. I was just going to show up to a drum circle one of these days and, and jam. Oh. oh, let me know. I'd love to just come and, and sit and watch because that sounds fun. Yeah, it is. Oh man. That's one of the, I think 
main places that I go when I want to just be a child because you can go and dance crazy nobody's here to judge you know everybody knows what's up with the culture so you can go do cartwheels if you want to (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) oh I love it yeah let me know when I'd love to support I I love to support your your drumming oh (laughs) thank you (laughs) so I had a question though and so I think to this on two different fronts one being you know just your life in general your personal journey and then the second being your entrepreneurial journey Mm -hmm. so so there are two different sides of the same coin I guess but um how do you know when you're being driven toward um a call that you need to answer like what are some of the things that you need to look for because sometimes I'm like am I doing the right thing what's going on like how do people know that's the thing that they are to pursue or if they're just seeing like shiny object syndrome for example what was that last part if they're seeing what like shiny object syndrome like if they're like ooh, something mm. shiny, maybe I should go there instead yeah, of yeah stay the course you know gotcha oh my gosh that's a great question you know um the first thing that came to mind Um, because, you know, for me, again, it's like evolved. Like what I do now is not anything I thought I'd be doing. You know, um, the first time I had that real true calling was, I think I was 18 or 19 and I knew I wanted to be in radio. And I just, I knew like that, I don't know. I just felt it in me. And I remember telling someone who I barely knew that like, oh no, I'm going to, I'm going to be in radio. Like that's going to happen. And I actually saw like a glimpse of it, like, and looking back at it now, I saw like a, a small spark of it in my mind, like what that looked like. And I had no idea. I, at the time I had no idea what it meant to how to get into radio. <laughs> um, you know, what you do, you know, in radio, all I knew was like, you hear the, the disc jockeys or the DJs talking and like, that's all I knew about, about the radio. And like, obviously you need a device, the radio itself to listen. And, I mean, like, that's how clueless I was. Um, and I just, I just remember having that feeling in my heart. And for me though, this is my experience, right? So, um, and it wasn't about money. It wasn't about the shiny object. It was just about like, I, again, going back to my inner child, like I knew I always wanted to be, have a career that was fun. That was different every single day. Like I knew that like, I can't be bored. Like I get bored way too easily. So it has to be like, I have to be moving everything. Every day has to be different. I have to be having fun while I'm doing it. And sure enough, like I actually had another friend say, Hey, I heard on the radio <laughs> that they're looking, they're hiring for um, what they call a street team. And I, I mean, that, that was, that was it for me. I was like, oh, I'll be there. And I remember being there super early. I was like the second person in line. And like, I think like hundreds of people showed up that day for auditions and things like that. And fast forward, I was in radio for eight years. Um, and for me, that's just what it was. Like, I just, I just had that feeling in my heart. Like, that's what I want to do. And I think that's the biggest thing that I can say is like, what does your heart tell you? Right. Not what your mind tells you logically, like, okay, yeah, we're going to make a lot of money or, you know, it's not like maybe what your parents think you should be doing or anybody of influence to you think you should be doing. It's like, what does your heart tell you that you should be doing? Um, 
because I never went after things, you know, for money, just naturally. I was like, I just want to have fun. And, you know, the money will come and it always does, you know, um, I was able, I've always had a roof over my head. I've always been able to get from point A to point B. Um, I've always had food in my mouth, nourish my body sometimes more than I needed, <laughs> you know, and so I've been so blessed. And I think the biggest thing that I can, I, I even get out of telling that story is my heart led me and it continues to lead. And when we listen to it, that's how we know we're headed in the right direction. And it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. My career in radio was um, not always easy. It was, you know, it was, it was different, but I had the most fun. Um, and, you know, being on a now entrepreneurial journey, like I just follow my heart and it's still not easy. <laughs> There's times where things come up and it's challenging or it's, um, you know, just new things that you, you know, obviously working for a company versus starting your own. Are, are, are two different things, maybe some similarities, but you know, they're just two different and you're going to face things that you've never faced before. And again, that's part of the fun, <laughs> right? Failure is fun. So, um, so yeah, I would just, Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, that was it. That was, that was it. Desiree. Yeah. Love it. Love it. And, and since you brought it up, like what is one of the main challenges that you faced in your entrepreneurial journey so far and like some I'm sure it'll be something that somebody out there can resonate with I think the biggest challenge gosh you know it, you know it, it's I don't know why that's a hard question to answer because you just you just kind of do it right like I don't even honestly know um it's, it's, I think for me right now is, um, finding, you know, the right team to support. Um, cause for so long, I'm that type of person where it's hard for me to delegate, <laughs> to be honest. I'm like, okay, I know what I want. I'm just going to go and do it. And obviously that makes my list super, super, super long. Um, you know, of my to-do list that is. And, you know, learning to just kind of let that go and finding the right people to say, Hey, you know what? I need your help in this. Can you help me? Or can, can I, can I, can I maybe get your assistance in, in how to do this? Or can I maybe, you know, hire you to do that? I think that's been my biggest challenge is, is kind of delegating and letting go of some of the, some of the tasks because you kind of, um, you can't, you know, when, when I see this vision or see this idea, I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to do it. And I can do it all on my own. And that's not always a smart thing to do. <laughs> it's good to get help from outside. It's, it's good to delegate and have other people, you know, bring in their expertise and things like that. Um, and so I'm getting so much better at that as well. Um, and, and just learning the right people to put in those, in those, um, in those positions so that not only, um, is it saving me time, but it's also giving that person purpose as well, because when they enjoy doing something they already love doing, then they're going to also not only flourish for themselves, but it's going to help flourish what I'm doing and we'll flourish together. And so that's been the biggest thing. So I'm getting better at it now, but that has been the, the challenge I think I face the most. Yeah, that's golden. Honestly, I'd say that was the biggest problem for me as well. Um, yeah, go and delegate and it's a whole nother um, task just to write out all those SOPs and when I could just do it myself. But um, no, that's that's how to level up for sure. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
what is some advice you would give somebody to take the leap? It could be either in business or um, in their personal journeys, but just the leap in general. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is the personal, just because one, I think that's just kind of where I'm at in when I, you know, when I talk about what I do with self-love with Patricia, but I think it's, you know, first finding, um, you know, what, what part of you, you want to want to show up for. Are you ready to show up for yourself physically? Are you ready to show up for yourself mentally? Are you ready to show up for yourself spiritually? Whatever that is. And just once you know what it is, because it's all connected, right? But you got to start somewhere. You know, there's no need to go, okay, I'm going to go from zero to hero. Like, that's one thing I would not advise. But figure out where it is that you feel the most that you need to show up for yourself. And just, and just take it day by day, right? Honor where you're at now and figure out where you want to show up for yourself and then look at what you need to do and just start implementing slowly each day. So for example, right? Like, you know, if it is mental, right? I call it mental fitness or physical fitness. Um, that's my term, um, or the way I define it. And if it's mental fitness, right? Like what can you, if that's a place you want to start to be better at and really focus on, what is that for you? Like, what is it that is called for you to do? Is it journaling? Is it meditating? And go and, and picking one, right? You don't need to do all of them, um, or at least not right now, but pick one and just dedicate time to it every single day. So you know what? Every single day, I'm going to dedicate five minutes and show up for yourself for that five minutes. So if it's meditating or journaling, whatever it is, I think that's the biggest leap is to, is to figure out where you need to show up for yourself and schedule it in your calendar and show up for yourself. And, and yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Those are all really, really great nuggets of, of how to get started. Or if you are well on your way to connecting deeper to your self-love then you know, there's been a lot of nuggets yeah. in this episode as well. On that note, um, how can people get connected with you, Leticia? Yeah, absolutely. So um, self-love with Leticia on Instagram. Um, it's also the website, selflovewithleticia.com. And yeah, I, uh, I respond on Instagram very well. <laughs> I'm on there, um, not too much, right? But enough to make it fun, share things that I'm doing, share things um, that I believe in and want to share, um, you know, this, this wisdom and knowledge. And, and yeah, so if you want to connect, I'm there and love to connect with you guys. Thank you so much, Leticia, for your time, your presence. Yes blessing us with all of these golden nuggets i really do appreciate it so thank you for all that you do thank you desiree so much for you for reaching out um and just taking the time to open up this space for me to share and i really really appreciate that thank you so much Thank you so much for lending me your time today. If you found a moment of Zen through this episode, I kindly ask that you leave a review on iTunes so that this message might reach more people. For daily positivity and to join a community of awesome humans, follow us on Instagram at ThePositiveAF.